0: welcome back everybody to the chop sports fight factory brought to you live from the flipping made easy studio coming from the custom cabinet creation sports desk and i would be remiss if i did not mention the feel-good factory and dudes gourmet who sponsor the show we got myself tommy d the reverend and we got wrestling rob sitting in the corner no camera for rob today Unfortunately
1: not. that's because dave wasn't here to set it up
0: <laughs> oh burned Honestly, bro, just fucking turn the knife. (laughs) Why don't you, bro? No, honestly, we just ran out of time. We were 15 minutes late on the 5 o'clock show. I don't have my laptop. As you see, I'm using the Sauce Network's gift, Chop Sports, that happened today. Wow. Kyle gifted me a new laptop that I get to do all my extracurriculars on, which honestly, it needs to be fixed. Because it's very, very slow. As you can see, there will be no extra graphics today because of said laptop issues. But happy Easter, everybody. How was your day?
1: Full of food.
0: Food? Did you get everything you wanted from the Easter Bunny? Yeah. Yeah?
2: Yeah, I'm
1: here.
0: Yeah, you're here. Rob, how was your Easter? It was a
2: uh, lot of hiding eggs a lot of and hiding finding eggs and forgetting to where to find them. The Easter the
0: Bunny, like, charges you nowadays, right? Like, you actually have to go to Walgreens and spend money <laughs> to fill up these Easter baskets. So, yeah, Rob and Tommy have kids. I do not. I didn't have to deal with any of that, but I did see my nieces and nephews. And I did have to peel off some 20s, obviously. Literally, but, I'm putting money
2: in eggs like a Saturday night, right? I literally went my pocket and I had like, I think, 73 cents, some pennies. I was like, all right, well. Whoop.
0: That, that's going to have to do it. It's, <laughs> times are hard out in these streets on the bunny trail. All right. Uh, I know it was the Lord's weekend, but we did have some combat sports to break down. Uh, a local guy. Coming out, coming out of Keensburg. I'm not sure where he lives. I think it's from he's, Union Beach. He's from Union Beach, and this is the Viking King himself, Greg Velasco. He fights out of the Institute Institute Muay Thai in Keensburg, and we know uh, Mike Burke. He's a friend of the show back in the day when we used to do the Pride, Pride rules, rules MMA. I, I get a little soft spot in my heart when I when I say that out loud because I do miss that show, but. Um, old friend of the show, we're looking to get him back on. So hopefully we could look forward to having Greg come on in the, in the very near future. I know he lives kind of now. Like, uh, he's well, very obviously. up and coming,
2: uh, very up and coming. Now they've been doing a lot of stuff out of that, uh, place the Institute in Kingsburg. Uh, Greg right now, they call him the Viking King. He's, uh, I think he's like sixth in the nation or out of, out of his, out of his way he or something. In regional regional rankings. I'm not yeah. sure.
0: Is he fighting pro? Is CFFC's pro, right?
1: Well, they have a pro and an amateur.
0: So, well, basically, he's saying if you if you read what Mike has been saying throughout Facebook is obviously as the coach, he's been glowing about his fighter. And and rightfully so, because he not only is look, he's a Muay Thai guy. Right. And you win a mm-hmm. fight by fourth round. Heel hook. It was a fourth round. Right? I think it was a second round. Second round. What am I thinking? Fourth round. It's, it's his
2: fight. fourth fight. He's four it's and his,
0: oh. All right. So he's four and oh and a second round heel hook. And he's a Muay Thai guy. So, you know, he's got the range. You know, he's got the striking. But if you could get that that uh submission game and the grappling going, then you're a real force. And for a big guy to be able to to roll around like that and get the heel hook, I'm impressed. Well Mike, Mike's always dealt
1: with uh wrestling stuff at the Institute when I the be
0: sure the wrestling yeah. school or whatever mm-hmm. he's got going on there. I yep. know that there's the younger guys going there and use the room. So it's a good breeding ground, honestly. And you get the young kids. You, you gotta be
1: three dimensional. You can't you can't just be a kickboxer. You can't just be a wrestler because eventually you're going to run into a situation where that's not going to work for you, and you're going to need that that extra art there. So, you know, Mike's, Mike's doing it well. And like you said, we had him on. It's funny that you mentioned that. I remember the night that we had him on. That was the night that Holly Holm knocked out Ronda. We finished that show right before that actual fight. Bro, Look that, at that.
0: New
2: beginnings.
0: We live in the legacy of the, the Holly Holm crushing Ronda. That's, that's made its appearance on this show about three or four times in the past two weeks alone. Well, oh, because Ronda's in the WWE. But yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to the Viking King. Hopefully, he gets that CFFC title shot in the very near future. And we have the ultimate uh, the UFC contender series starting up shortly thereafter. If he could get this done by the summertime, it would be interesting to see if they invite him and get a crack at the UFC roster. Because you know, local talent, we love it around here. I'm not. Always the biggest fan of the local guys, just because. But because we know Mike and he's been a friend of the show, obviously I'm on board with the with the Viking King. Skull. Why
2: do you skull. Have, why do you have problems with the local talent? I don't talent? have just because everybody from the state <laughs> yeah, roots yeah. for the, the local here, talent. Here's my
0: thing, right? And I think that um, people get a bad. I get a bad rap for this, but people go to these UFC events and they just blindly root for any fighter that's from the area. It's kind of like uh,
2: my uncle wrestled frankie edgar's cousin's mother 100 that's exactly what i'm talking about bro
0: you know and i almost get painted in the light where i don't like frankie edgar which is just impossible if you're a fight fan everybody loves frankie but because i always give tommy a hard time and i've typically rooted against him in certain fights because i have allegiance to other fighters it has nothing to do with where they're from i just you know i've always liked certain guys and when they cross paths with another guy that i also happen to like i'm not going to just jump ship on my guy because this guy Grew up thirty from, minutes from. Yeah, there. that's just not how I roll. Well, you I just don't appreciate like it all. That's all. I do. I I appreciate it all. Anyway, even if I hate them, I appreciate it. You know, yeah. I don't like Floyd Mayweather. I've never been a fan, but to say that I didn't appreciate what he was able to do, that would be that would be misspeaking. I appreciate you don't what he did to well Connor. Then. Uh, speaking of that, I watched the new. Um, I don't, it's not new. I've seen this footage before, but I watched it again. It was the Nate Diaz and Brendan Schaub. All, uh, <laughs> Altercation when they had the argument about Floyd and Connor. Did you see that? Yes. Nate Diaz basically would beat the shit out of Brendan Schaub. That's what I took oh, away yeah. from that. Uh, what, so,
2: what, so what, is this something I have to see? What, I like Brendan Schaub. You should probably watch
0: it if any of the casuals out there definitely have no idea what yeah. I'm talking about, but go on YouTube and just type in Brendan Schaub and Nate Diaz altercation. And they're basically talking shit about who won and how Connor, Nate was on the side of things where he didn't think Connor McGregor did well. Against Floyd at all, he said that any of the rounds that he won, he was floated. And Brendan Schaub was like, "Yeah, but he pieced you up." And he was like, "Fuck you! How about I?" You're like, "Fuck you, bitch! You're a yeah." F- like, you are you low. kidding me? Like, who... and Nate Diaz right away turned the flip the switch. They yeah, were like Brendan face to like, face. Yeah, and Brendan Schaub was like, "No, God, I don't have any problems with you, Nate." And he was like, "Yeah, how about your fucking career, pussy." Ah, he, just, he went in on him, but uh, classic Nate Diaz. It's what you grow to expect from these guys. But um, what else we got? Moving past, that, how about we got your career? The Ultimate <laughs> Fighter. The Ultimate Fighter announced that there will be two new coaches. I know that I'm not overly excited about the coaching. I'm not I'm, – I don't really get overly excited about many female MMA fights, and that has nothing to do with – like, I, I appreciate it. It's just right now I think that they lack star power in the divisions. Once Amanda Nunez kind of got her shine knocked down a little bit, now I understand it is Amanda Nunez and it is Juliana Pena, but for whatever reason, like, just let them fight. I don't need to see them coach. Did they announce the weight classes? Do we know anything? I don't think they announced
2: anything besides it's just them two.
0: Now, uh, I have a hard time. I just don't think Juliana Pena is that is there yet in her career.
1: No. I, I mean, look, she won the fight fair and square. I don't think that was Nunes at her best. Um and I don't think it's going to go too well for her in this second fight. So hopefully she can make it a good show and an entertaining show where they get some ratings, because I don't think the fight's really going to go her way again this time. I actually think Nunez probably
0: knocks her out in the first round. I Um, hope so. Uh, Juliana Pena has been annoying since she won the belt. She was always kind of annoying, but now she's a lot more annoying now that she feels like she has, uh, well, she does. She has every right. She's the champion. She just dethroned uh, Amanda Nunes, the woman's goat. So, yeah, I'm not trying to misspeak here. So I'm not excited for the matchup, but Rob's got something. Men's heavyweights and mm-hmm. women's flyweights. Interesting. It is gonna be.
2: How do There's you? How do these? So, Greg um, heavyweights
1: get that belt so you could possibly get on the show.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's not gonna be. I don't think that it's gonna be the Ultimate Fighter. Actually, they might. He could. They might. they might. But I feel like Contender Series is where is the better approach if you're. If you're in the if you're in the up and coming ranks, do you want to enter the Ultimate Fighter house? Potential stardom there, but then you see guys like O'Malley came out of the uh, the contender series, and there's potential stardom there as well.
1: Yeah, when was his last fight?
0: Regardless, I'm pretty sure they have to have like the cast already
2: picked out for that, though, right? No, it airs May third, well, I think. It so airs May third, yeah.
0: Oh, so then... Oh, that, no, they, no, no. It starts recording May 3rd. It's yeah, just yeah, yes, the yes, it's, yeah. So, it starts recording May 3rd. So. so they're probably going through the process now of picking out the cast.
1: Shit's probably going to come out in, like, July. Because yeah. What did what did Eddie say that it was? It was, Look, like, 13 weeks? 12 episodes. The, the
0: Ultimate Fighter lost its shine to me a long time ago. It did. I think it lost its shine when it went to Fox. Here's the problem. That was a problem fighter. for me. Here's the problem. The, it's not that the Ultimate Fighter concept isn't great. I think it's a great concept. Right now, the UFC ranks already has 500 fighters. So... Basically, what you're doing is you're taking guys that are outside the top 500. You understand what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. So you're not really bringing in many stars. If there's a guy that has enough of a a clout attached to his name, he's not entering through the ultimate fighter or he's not even really going to try to go to the contender series. He's going to get offered a contract because of his what he brings to the table in the business side of things. I think that that's the reason why part, or at least part of the reason why the Ultimate Fighter to me is taking a hit, is because you haven't really seen the top level talent that you've got to see in the past. Where the Nate Diaz came out of the Ultimate Fighter, you're not Mm -hmm. seeing those types of fighters nowadays. It's just it's like a lower level because, like I said, the UFC roster is 500 deep now, maybe even more. So why
1: don't they? Yeah, uh, it was like six
0: eighty
2: seven. Why don't they put some of those guys who they're not? You don't ever see, but are under UFC contracts. I'm like like how AEW does. They do. YouTube that's
1: shows. those those fight night cards. Yeah, like we just like, had
0: this past weekend where but they don't there's like one them. name on what, it. That's what it. I think they should do is let some of these guys until they enter the top, let's say twenty five, go fight in other organizations and test UFC fighters against other guys, and just look. That's where the, you're going to see the best fights. It's never going to happen. I feel like they used to do that. There was like a
1: like a feeder. Type organization at the UFC. Well, the UFC never. The the UFC did
0: that very, very early in the game, and they sent over Chuck Liddell. He got sparked by Rampage, and they stopped doing that. Stop pride. Yeah, (laughs) understandably, he went over there as a UFC. Yeah, yeah. He went over there. He won won one fight. He he did. I mean, Chuck Liddell had success no matter where he went, but Rampage, young Rampage, was a fucking savage. Yeah, right. And he didn't didn't uh, Vonderlei knock out Liddell too
1: he just had the one fight? I thought he fought twice out there. I could be wrong.
0: Liddell didn't get knocked out twice in Pride. I could be wrong. It was a long time ago. Yeah, you're definitely wrong.
1: But I remember the Rampage one. But yeah, Dana White, they, you know, they had just gotten the UFC back and at the time everybody was saying that Pride had the best fighters in the world. So Dana White caping up for the UFC obviously that his buddies now own it and he's running it, felt that They had the best fighter in the world, so he brought Chuck over there. Chuck won a fight in the tournament. He won his first one, and then Rampage just knocked him him through the ropes. Yeah, It was vicious.
0: Anyway, Ultimate Fighter's going to happen in starting filming in May. We don't know when it's going to get released. Uh, We do know the weights now, but unfortunately for one Logan Paul... His his path to the UFC will not be, unfortunately, on the next Ultimate Fighter being coached by Amanda Nunes, who his brother like almost called out or at some point. I still think she would fuck his brother. I don't know about that. Let's let's just pump the brakes on that. Will she fuck up Tyron Woodley? Who who we think Nunes? Yourself, Amanda Nunes. Don't do this to yourself. Well, would probably like try to wrestler,
2: but her hands are probably better than his. Oh stop!
0: He would fucking
2: don't (laughs) don't do this to yourself.
0: (laughs) talking about here? First of all. Amanda Nunes is, is like 30 pounds lighter, as big as she is. Tyron Woodley's a big dude. And we're not I'm not talking about, about her fighting Tyron. Yeah, I'm talking about, about trying her knocking out the job. Paul, I think anyway, do it. anyway, so Logan Paul did get offered a contract or something. An offer from Bellator came in, and I think it's fake. I don't think there's any uh, real Was it Logan this. or Jake no, that got it Jake. Offered. Jake got the offer. Was it Jake? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate because Logan is the one that I think is more serious about it. I, I I think so, too. I think it's a shame. All right, so scratch that. But nonetheless, there is a Paul brother that has an offer from a major MMA organization. So I guess that ups the stakes a little bit because there is money attached to these guys no matter where they do go. I don't think either one of them will enter anywhere but the UFC, but I, do, I 100% wholeheartedly believe that we will see one of the Paul brothers in the UFC at one point.
1: I think it's going to be more towards Bellator, honestly. Here's the
0: reason. I think Bellator entering the arena is almost by design, possibly by the Paul camp, to maybe push Dana White, to push his chips in the table a little bit. Because right now, I don't think Dana White's taking any of this serious. If you start having other major players in the the industry start taking it serious, then it kind of forces his hand a little bit. I mean, What'd he was say? Dana White was on uh, Logan Paul's podcast. And he and, like, wasn't. He didn't none, like it. he pretty.
2: Much, I'm pretty sure the gay like, yeah, didn't dis- dismiss it at all. And, but it's like you said, it's all about a money thing, dude. And that's what and I'm they, saying. They're perfect for you it. You
0: say Bellator. Now I say this. Ready? And I understand Bellator will 100 percent be willing to do it right now, and they'll pay top dollar for it. Once that that situation comes to fruition, there is a zero percent chance that Dana White is going to sit on his hands right there and not do anything about it. I understand the validity of the sport and this and that, but at the end of the day, it's a business and Dana White has proven time and time again, that dollars make sense. And if he's going to make money off of it and, and honestly, it's not even Dana White. Let's forget about what Dana White thinks. Let's talk about what the shareholders think. And the executive board thinks at where are they owned by now? WME. So WMEs, the, the the big wigs are going to have all the say in this situation. If Bellator pushes money on in front in front of one of the Paul brothers and Dana White does nothing, I mean, or the UFC does nothing, I'll be very very shocked.
1: I mean, I could definitely see it for Bellator because they have that that Showtime money backing them with Viacom, and realistically, Dana's probably look at it as okay, they go to Showtime. You're going to bump up viewers for Showtime. We still have pay-per-view. Historically, when Bellator puts on a pay-per-view, it doesn't do that well because why should it? It's a free product yeah. for everybody normally. Yeah. It's not like, like okay, so the UFC is doing fight nights every weekend. Half the time, they're guys that are low on the roster. You don't really know them. Bellator is putting their big-name stars out there when they were well, Let's, just, on let's just put it this
0: way. Bellator sucks because the simple fact that we've talked about 15, 16 minutes now. They had a they had a title fight or two, I'm not even sure, this past weekend, and we haven't even glossed over it yet. We're only talking about Bellator as a potential, like... Uh, well, we opened
1: up with the ultimate fighter, and then you started talking about the Well, the point Paul being Brothers. is, I have
0: my notes here. I couldn't here. tell you one person I, on I the have Bellator my notes roster. here, and I don't have anything I don't have here sh- about Bellator. Yes, I yeah. will say that AJ McKee did lose to Pachuki Pitbull in a decision, it's a controversial decision at that, but I didn't So, they had, price, so I contro-
1: they had two they had two controversial decisions in one night for belts.
0: I guess what was the other one? Corey Anderson. Oh yes. It wasn't controversial though. And it really wasn't go ahead. I'll let you I'll let you lead this one. So with five
1: seconds left in the third round, um, the referee stopped the fight because um what's the champ's name? Askrov. Yeah. Askrov had a cut. Over his eye, the doctor wanted to check it out. Talk to them. I was
0: talking to Rob
1: because Rob's looking at me. Was confused. It a, Was
0: it a bad cut? I'm trying, yeah. to, I'm
1: trying to feel. Yeah. it was a, it it was a bad see, cut.
2: Obviously, but five. They, seconds they wanted to round. make
1: sure that it wasn't in the eye and anything like that. So they checked it out, and Corey Anderson had said it was from an accidental headbutt. Now here's the problem with that: had the round had been over, and they were sitting in their corners, the fight would have been done. Corey Anderson would have been named the champion.
0: So wait, they have three round fights?
1: No, it was a five rounder. It was the end of five seconds left in the third round. He stopped it. It has to be. It becomes a no contest because Corey said it's from an accidental headbutt. the round wasn't over yet. Now, if the round was over and they were in their corners and it was a doctor stoppage, Corey's going to get the win because of the cut. And then they were just going to redo See, the fight I think, anyway.
0: I, I, I and now I understand more. What so I give Corey
1: some. I look. I give Corey respect because you know he said he wanted to keep the sportsmanship in it. You know that that's somebody who's very high on their laurels. The part that kills me is they told him he won. Not only just the belt, the one million dollar purse. He's up on the top of the cage celebrating. Then he comes back down, and then the piano falls, and they say, "Yeah, it's going to well, be a no contest." Like gonna, I said, uh, a there,
0: there was going to be they would have looked deeper into it no matter what they decided right then and there, there was no way that it was going to go any other way than the way it went at the end of the night. Yeah. You understand that, right? So they would have, it might've taken a little bit of time to get it sorted, but I don't think Corey Anderson actually fell on the sword proverbially because they would have figured it out anyway. So he did, he did get the safe face and he got the good sportsmanship award, but I don't think he was winning any type of title regardless because they would have called he, it a no contest due to the time that the headbutt took place, it was still in the third round. So they would have went back and said the fight has to be stopped at that point. Well, no, it stopped when the doctor stopped it.
2: The
1: referee stopped it and had the doctor take a look, and there was five seconds left.
2: But well, why? That's why I don't why would five seconds left in the round would he stop? Was it that bad? Yeah, it was pretty
1: bad. It was pretty, from the pictures they showed. Well, it was if
0: bad. you're stopping the fight, Like, after you look at it and you're like, oh, the fight's got to stop. So any fight, any cut that stops a fight clearly is bad enough to get looked at at any given point. Even if five seconds left Yeah, even though have the doctor look at it. It's not up to the ref to be like how much time is left. It's like you've seen guys get sparked in the final second of a fight.
1: But they've also had fights where the doctors come in, even if there's like three minutes in, they take a look. Okay, you can fight, you can fight. And and then then the round continues. So it was one of those moments.
0: Anyway um bellator was largely uneventful i guess the the controversial decision is the biggest or both controversial decisions is the thing that most people are talking about coming out of that but let's get to the meat and potatoes of the mma portion because we kind of went in on the uh the intro a little bit what do you want to do first you want to do the bala muhammad bala muhammad defeats vicente Luque. can we go
1: back to talking about bellator it seemed like there was more action in that card
0: what what was
2: there?
1: I'm interested. In- I I'm, I'm, I'm for- just making a tongue-in-cheek joke because the fight night this past <laughs> I was about weekend to, I was, was me- yeah. nothing. No, the fight <laughs> night this past weekend was nothing body. but boring decisions. It was bro, a, a solid six. I was like, bro, that's
0: not in the rundown. We're gonna fight right now. I was like, is he doing it a fucking game? I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't bring up Eagle <laughs> FC yet. But, I don't think <clears throat> they had an event this past week. But Bilal Muhammad uh, beats up on Vicente Luque fairly easily, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't much of an exciting fight, as it seems to be the current theme for this past weekend. But uh, he won; he kept his win streak alive. It's at six now, it's like seven, that. six or seven. But there's an asterisk attached to that, and I'm gonna get into that in a little bit. Um, what are your thoughts on Bala Muhammad, Tommy? Before I go off, I like him, but the the constant
1: wrestling now, like just to seal that win. It's kind of getting to me, and before anybody lambasts me, yes, a win is a win. Guy wants to keep his win streak going. He wants to be in title contention. But right now, he's getting lost in the shovel, just like Leon Leon Edwards, lost in the shuffle. Why? Leon Edwards doesn't really talk much. He got embarrassed by a guy who's got an atrocious fight record in the past, like, four years. Well, this is what I'm going to get into. And, you know, Bilal... He does do a uh he has a segment on I think it's the Anakin Florian podcast. So he's out there. You know what I mean? He's interviewed some some great people and things like that. And and he, he is funny. But what he's kind of portrayed lately, I don't feel is Bilal Muhammad. I think he's a great fighter. I don't ever see him winning a UFC belt, but you know, he's gonna eventually have to get a shot like Damian Maya. I don't know if he's, he's going to 50 get when, shot, when it happens.
0: And I'm gonna tell you why. So I appreciate his fighting skills. He's a great wrestler, very boring fighter. He doesn't do it for me. He's not a needle mover. And for that reason, that's why he's gonna have to do double than what anybody else has done. You look at guys in this that have a resume in this sport that it took them a decade to get a title shot. Tony Ferguson, you know, Nate Diaz only got one. How many guys did get a title shot? Off of a victory over Nate Diaz, he's been the the guy that you earn your title shot off of for the last decade. There, it goes on and on and on. Bilal Muhammad is on a very long list of these guys, and a lot of these other guys actually brought a lot more to the table than Bilal Muhammad did. Am I wrong about that? I, I can't it's, say his you're fighting wrong. style is very boring. He's trying now to accompany that boring fighting style with a persona that I don't think, like you said, I don't think it fits him. And I'm not here to talk about a guy's character or anything like that. I'm sure he's just an upstanding dude. And he's
1: no, he really is. He, he's an awesome follow on but, on social but, media and everything, but, but I get what you're saying. He, when You're
0: talking, you have to use logic. And the way he was talking about the Leon Edwards situation to me just doesn't sit well because we all have eyes and anybody that watched just to give a background, even for Rob or for anybody that doesn't know the history here, Bilal Muhammad and Leon Edwards recently just fought. This was like a year years ago. ago? No. Two years ago? It was less. Two years, years ago. It was during, during COVID. A year and a half ago. It's still COVID.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> no, back when everybody thought COVID was going to kill you.
0: Yeah, but COVID just is like two years old.
1: Yeah, the fight was two years ago, I'm telling you.
0: Anyway, okay, anyway. The, the fight. Regardless of when the fight was, it wasn't very long ago. It was very recent for both fighters. Leon Edwards has only fought once since then. Well, yeah, I mean, and yeah. think about how long all he's right. fought since. Anyway, that fight. it's been about a year and a half at best. So Leon Edwards did did fight Bilal Muhammad, and from there was not one split second of that fight that Bilal Muhammad won. Not nope. even one split second from nope. the very opening bell all the way until the uh, eye poke, that the fight got ruled a no contest very similar to the Corey Anderson fight. So no contest, but the UFC decided to not schedule the rematch because we all saw what the UFC saw. And everybody in the world, besides, I guess, Bala Muhammad saw, is that he didn't do anything to warrant a rematch in that fight.
1: No, he got gifted a no decision. He
0: got gifted a no decision. And he actually, when we talk about a seven-fight win streak, to me, I think there's an asterisk. And then you talk about a Dana White privilege. You got a lot of nerve. Bala Muhammad saying that Leon Edwards has Dana White privilege. That guy had to do so much. He's on. An, he hasn't lost in six years. Eleven fight win streak. And you're talking. I understand you want to say his resume hasn't been great, but he didn't lose to anybody either. And no. you guys fought, and he beat you up.
1: Yeah, it, it's that. That's the rough part about it. And you know, and even with with Leon Edwards, you could sit there and say, well, okay, who's he fought? He's not really fighting many people either. Muhammad's just starting to get it going now, especially since that Leon Edwards fight. But I mean, I get what you're saying. I do think that he might get a title shot. Who before
0: Leon Edwards? Who Muhammad? No, no. If the, the, UFC, if the Edwards the UFC, thing is finally the, actually UFC happening, He's actually it's it's did happening? They, did there's they say no, it? There's is no, it no date to set, but it's common knowledge amongst the MMA media, and and I obviously you know as well as I do that until things are in stone in this sport, there is no guarantees, but as of now, it's Usman and Leon Edwards next, and looking like Colby against Kamzat next. So we're looking at who for uh, Bala Muhammad. He's talking like he wants to fight Colby. He wants to fight Gilbert Burns, maybe. Didn't he, he call? He called out Colby, didn't he? Yeah, afterwards? but he's, you know who he's not calling out, Kamzat. Yeah. <laughs> Why though? I feel like Kamzat. You know, we saw. I rewatched that fight. I, I want to. I also want to apologize to the viewers out there because it was a really good fight. And I, I shit yeah. on it a little bit. Saying did. it wasn't, I didn't mean to shit on the fight, but it wasn't like fight of the year to me. And it still isn't, but just a very, very good
1: fight. I mean, I, I got to disagree with you there, but, it, it, you know, kindly disagree. Uh, I definitely think it was fight of the year. Um, Both of their stock completely rose. So for Bala Muhammad, maybe you do put him in there with a Gilbert Burns, see what he could do.
0: Trying to think of the other guy that he called out. It was Colby, and I don't think it was Gilbert Burns. But either way, uh, Bilal Muhammad, he's, he's on the right path. He's on the trajectory that's headed upwards. I don't think that he's really upper echelon in terms of the top three in the world. No, and, and it's, hard for, it's hard for us to be like, you got to
1: do it more exciting. It's the UFC, it's professionals. You're not going to be able to knock everybody out. I'm not if, saying if, you're, I know that. If you're knocking everybody out on your way up to the top, Probably means you're facing some pretty shitty competition. Yeah, um,
0: Bilal Muhammad, I appreciate it. Like I said, his his fighting skills are great. I'm not saying he needs to do anything differently, but Dana White is, and that's that. The writing is on the wall for years and years. If you're a boring wrestler, you just don't get the title shot unless you're GSP. But rightfully so, Bilal Muhammad, you're not GSP. All right, <laughs> so John Jones has yeah. entered the building. This is what time. we all wanted to talk about. I've been calling for this fight since John Jones decided to move up. John Jones, up to this point, has wanted nothing to do with Stipe. And John strength. Jones. John Jones is fighting Stipe Miocic on July second. Well, that's at least the rumor. You think it's going to happen? With the right dollar amount, it will. That was my next. Can question. he stay out of trouble? until July. Can he? Yes.
2: Will he? It's Vegas. He needs to stay away. From
1: He's going to have to move too. in with his brother. I think. In Vegas, He's so have to now his him.
0: brother's gonna get in trouble. That's great,
2: he needs to stay away from Vegas at all. John costs. Jones,
0: <laughs> look, I'm, I'm curious to see the dollar amount. There's so much going on. Apparently, it was offered to Stepe. Is that what it was? It was offered to Stipe, so right, we don't the know if was Stipe, offered to him. The, the UFC I don't know how they operate. I'm sure it varies on a fight to fight basis. In terms of like, do they send the contract out at the same time? Or do they use it to posture against certain people? They'll send it to Stipe first and then they could Well, I'm sure there wasn't a contract. It's probably a phone call from Mick Maynard too. Right, thank you, Captain Literal. So point being is they're offering Stipe the fight. Before they offered John Jones the fight, you get Stipe to agree to it. And then you have then you present this like, look, we have an opponent who's already agreed to fight you. What do you say? And then you release that to the media. So if John says no, it looks like he's ducking Stepe. You kind of paint paint them into a corner.
1: Yeah, I think they're definitely going to do that. I don't see John Jones ducking this fight, though, because Dana White's already said he's not getting a title shot.
0: It's an interim title shot. It's an
2: interim title shot. It's for a belt. It's for an interim title. I didn't see the interim title part. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole thing.
0: So, interim title, and Ganu has no... We have no idea what's going on with Francis. So, the top of the heavyweight division is a complete mess. And... Along comes John Jones to save the day, because right now, guess what? Dana White needs John Jones. Yes, so they does. went on from,
1: uh, what's his name that just won? Curtis Blades and Stepe to now Curtis Blades and John Jones. That's going to sell more, no, obviously. Stipe and John Stipe Jones. And Curtis Blades,
0: as much as I, I, again, respect these guys.
1: John I, Jones I, is going to sell with Stepe more than, than yeah, Curtis Blades. And John
0: White. Jones, to be fair, John Jones is not a, a great sell crazy for as talented as he's been and for size, heavyweight it heavyweight, might be bro heavyweight well, heavyweight is king i understand that but this the fight that everyone wants to see at heavyweight is as much as i love stipe it's just not it's not stipe john it's Nganu and john jones that's the one that i want to see so
1: well i mean here's the thing i think if john jones actually gets past stipe then it will be stipe i think i
0: think it's a very 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 tough fight for stipe i don't know i i've never seen john jones at heavyweight but john jones and stipe are are very very similar size stipe is that's what usually screws it up for
1: john jones is the fact that when he's fighting guys that are tall like he is he has trouble with them look at reyes look at gustafson gustafson yeah but john jones other than that fight john
0: jones annihilated gustafson in their second fight their second fight Talk about the first fight i know Clear as day, but John Jones was on a fucking eight ball of cocaine that day. Literally, when has he day. been?
2: Do you feel like, like you've been robbed of so much from John Jones? No, being, no, I, don't, that, I don't, Himself,
0: honestly, I think that's a very shitty way to look at these things. Because, look, I feel the opposite. I feel like we, I, I get to hate on John Jones. We get the good. Yeah. we get to see the the greatness. But that's part of it to me. It's not up to me to decide what John Jones does with his personal life. I don't feel robbed. That would be like a almost like a selfish way of looking at it. Like that guy's got his own family. His family might've been robbed of things that of in terms of, you understand what I'm getting no, at? No, I, like, I
2: mean, like, do you feel like he could have had like one of the most legendary careers in UFC history? Well, he for, did. I mean, he was the youngest champion. For so as
0: great as John Jones is and has been, he, there's still a lot of unrealized potential. And now he's on the wrong he side. He was so it.
2: young though. You know, like, it's, like, I a, it's he, like a Tiger Woods thing, kind of different. I mean, Tiger got in his own shit, but so, so young, being so dominant, and you lose like we lost. What did we lose like five years? This guy, more maybe more. Yeah, you know what you I mean?
0: Say, look and well, he's still young. We now. could say that about a Mike Tyson, you could say that about yeah, Muhammad Ali. True, I guess, right? well, For five fans, sports.
1: what we we the career that we lost was Evan Tanner. That's the one that we lost because I mean, still at the height of his career when he passed away. So
0: now, to be fair, I no disrespect, I'm not here, but Evan Tanner and John Jones aren't on the same plane. In terms of MMA. Oh, it was a different time. And Evan Tanner was getting beaten. He was he wasn't at the top of his game anymore. We'll just say that. But uh, I'm not sure where where that reference came from. I don't oh, know. No, that's one of these That's one of those things where it's like, Tommy,
1: <laughs> question mark. When he said, do we feel that we got robbed? No, we got robbed from Evan Tanner. We didn't get robbed from John Jones. What about War Machine? We, I have to look at oh well No, no he we died. And I know yeah, that, anyway. those, I know who that guy is. Yeah, that's a, was a terrible
0: situation. <laughs> we weren't, we weren't
1: robbed from that because he was a great fighter, but outside of the cage. Just put it that way. Uh, but we got to see John Jones make history and everything that he did. He's already going into the Hall of Fame just for being the youngest champion and what he was able to do. No, he's
0: already in the Hall of Fame. Oh, no, that was the fight. That was, that was the, the fight. talk about fight. him personally.
1: He
2: will be in the UFC
1: Hall yeah, of Fame. They put yeah, anyway.
2: fights in the Hall of Fame.
0: The UFC yeah. Hall of Fame is a fucking sham. That is a dude. joke, Sorry. dude. Rock Lesnar's a UFC Hall of Famer. I'll bash my head through a fucking no, wall I right didn't now. See that. Eventually, I mean, like it's almost... he probably will be, right? He, will be, if he's he not could already. be Randy Couture. Shut I mean, the come fuck on. up, Randy Couture. At my age, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it was your age when he first started.
0: But he was no—he was probably like eight years older than me, probably. Now, right. And I need, I need several. Stories. But no, we
1: weren't robbed from from John Jones, and if anything was robbed, John Jones robbed the fans of seeing him more. Just that's what I mean, But you know, That's so you. Shit. So you just
2: said
0: no, 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 no. Yes.
2: <laughs> I, I don't, really don't no, think we were robbed. I'm, I don't but, mean to like take it as like literally robbed. Like like I like I like I there's I a lot of a way about about it. potential. But yeah, there's 100%. a lot of stuff that I could have did. Yeah. point. You
0: know?
1: Yeah, but you know what though? I think everything was getting so stale for him at the time. At light heavyweight, I think we would have saw this lull anyway. Because really, who was he going to... They weren't going to keep throwing him out there against Daniel Cormier. He kept
2: destroying Cormier anyway. You know, Cormier's
1: there's, like there's mean, no other been, light heavyweight. He's been really. a
0: heavyweight for three years now. It hasn't fought, Yeah, so. And it's yeah. talked about going a heavyweight for the last 10. And then Steve... Time it, is now, John. But heavyweights, they last a lot longer. And who are we to say? I'm sure he's going to have a nice... He's going to have a, a long reign. Oh, yeah, look Helikov. at... What's his name? What was it, Volkov or the, the one that just fought two weeks ago? He's like awesome. fifty. Verdum. case. Well, who He's do like you think? 50.
2: Do you think Nagano? So let's talk Nagano Jones real quick. Nagano knocks him out. It's tough John Jones say. is very technical, bro, and I think John Jones a heavyweight. Yeah, John Jones is, is very is technical, but, but
0: John Jones has been hit a lot in his career too. As technical as you are, it's still you know you get hit by one of those punches. Yeah, Nagano will knock him out. If he gets if he connects, I don't care who you are, you're going to you're going to sleep. That's it. Yeah, but does he catch him though? Do you think you give John Jones a shot? Here's the thing: I'm not. I don't know how much I could believe in John Jones cardio because you, not even he knows how much he could believe in that. Because all is fine when you're sparring, but when you you dump some adrenaline and you go in there, and you're on the stage, everything carries differently. I've not fought in the in the UFC, but I just knowing from like how you hear people talk. When you move up in a weight class, you lose speed, you lose endurance, you lose. You lose something that you can't mimic in a sparring match because you're not actually getting fought when there's like a the title on the line and there's fans in the arena. Everything changes. So we're going to see how John Jones at 250 responds to being 15 minutes deep into a fight as opposed to John Jones being 212, 220 at the time.
1: Yeah, and, and I think one of his big,
0: biggest advantages is the unorthodox
1: shit that he can do. Um, the spinning elbows and things like that. Everybody that Stipe's kind of faced, or not Stepe, uh,
0: Ingano's In-Gon-Nano.
1: faced, has been kind of upright, stand-up boxer, wrestler. Because, because nobody's, nobody's crafty as John. Well, Jones. that's not true. Uh,
0: Cyril Gon is is not as crafty as John Jones, but he's he's a little lighter on his feet than John. Uh, oh,
1: I mean I Cyril Gon didn't show up to the fight. I don't know who we saw him fight that night, but
2: it wasn't the Cyril Gan that we had been. Well, seeing. that's
0: what happens when you got to fucking deal with Ingano. I mean that's you know the fight, I mean? right?
2: If John Jones wins, it's it's it, you think it'd be set up for John Jones and Ngannou, right? We have no
0: idea right now what's going on with Ngannou. I can't see the UFC actually letting him walk. A guy like that going into another organization or or just have, being a free agent, but they also don't typically let guys fight their final fight in their contract without a new deal. And yeah. right now he's the sitting champion, and they're just the surgery is what's saving it. Like right now Dana White is counting his, his lucky stars because Ngannou needed that surgery. Yeah, and he puts off any any of the bullshit they, it gives him a, a little bit of a window to negotiate but very curious to see how that plays out I mean, for didn't,
1: he didn't even talk about yanking the belt yet with connor when he won the light the lightweight belt he
0: pulled it right when away you say yet do you mean like you were about to talk about it were you saying that we we should talk about it now because you're like we didn't talk about it yet?
1: No, no. Dana didn't talk about pulling the championship from Ingano oh, yet. Oh, I thought you were talking about
0: our show. No, like, no,
2: no, no, no. Well, if you talk about an interim title, isn't um, that? Nah, no, that means that's just an interim. They'll title. just both I have Ptsd
0: have a belt. from yeah. Tommy dropping topics in the middle of the, the, show. the show. So every time he says something, I'm like, wait, you do are it we, one time, are we talking one time. About that? you never live it down. God. <laughs> All right. So look, that was the MMA portion of our show. I think that. For the amount of, I shouldn't say the amount, for the lack of fights, that was a pretty good loaded segment. 40 minutes, bro. 40 minutes. Now, (laughs) we only have about 11 minutes to talk wrestling because I am, no, I'm kidding. You guys, do your thing. We're going to talk about some uh, Feel Good Factory and some uh, Dudes Gourmet, and then we're going to take it into the wrestling segment of the show. (laughs) All right, guys, uh, here to
1: introduce you to one of our newest sponsors for Chop Heads Fight Factory, and that's Dudes Gourmet. It's time to give those other seasoning companies the big F you. They've been lying to you for years. They manipulate numbers, round down calorie counts, add shit that's not even food quality without your knowledge. Dude's Gourmet is here and is the best all-natural seasonings with no additives, fillers, or cooking agents. Just pure flavor. Check them out at dudesgourmet.com to pick your favorite rubs, including Sweet Baby Jesus, Espresso Rub, The Real Steak poppy. Everything minus the bagel and here fishy-fishy. These seasonings and rubs go great with your favorite steaks, chicken, seafood, vegetables, and more. Put Dudes on anything and everything to give the extra roundhouse kick to your meal. Yeah, that's what he has there. Follow them on social media at Dudes Gourmet, and right now they're doing a free shipping on orders of $50 or over using the shipping code OSHIP, and visit them at dudesgourmet.com. And our last one for the, the other group that put, keeps the lights on here at uh, Chop Sports Fight Factory, the Feel Good Factory. This episode is sponsored by the Feel Good Factory, established in 2017 for high-quality CBD products. All products are manufactured right in Long Island at an ISO-6 clean room. They create everything from creams, gummies, and even pet products. Always third-party tested and curated with quality ingredients. We offer sh- uh, free shipping throughout the u.s and offer curbside delivery mondays through fridays use uh promo code chop sports for 25 percent off your purchase give them a call today at 888-519-1139 or visit them at www.thefeelgoodfactory.com or check them out on instagram the Factory
0: cbd excellent work Outside of the fact that you ad libbed the, the beginning of the second library and then had to say factory like 11 times in a row, did I? Yeah, but it was good. Well done, better than I would have done. So I'll let you kind of lead this one because I have no idea what, yeah. So, about you
1: know, just like with MMA, wrestling was kind of in a lull this week, it wasn't really the most exciting, positive, exciting stuff that was going on in the world of wrestling, wouldn't you say, Rob?
2: Not really, I guess, besides from like, uh. The big debut for our AEW, I guess. Yeah, let's call let's, it a big debut. Let's talk to that. Let's talk about that <laughs> right now.
1: Come on, Rob. Let, let's tee this one up for the for the listeners who uh, didn't get to see the horrible copycat of WWE with uh, what's his
2: name Sam. I don't know Satnam S-Sat-nam Singh. Singh is his name. Well, it started with uh they, they were trying to do a Ring of Honor match, right? Or was it it was uh Yeah, cuz Jay Lethal was out there, it was Samoa Joe. Joe and uh Grissom, right? Was yeah. it it was for the TV title for Ring of Honor. Samoa Joe had just won uh a title last week, right? Or something like that. It was go- It was a title for title. He I was, think so, yeah. And um this guy that came out was drafted in the NBA in like 2015, Dallas Mavericks, I think, drafted him. He's 7'3". He's supposed to be now him, Jay Lethal, and the other guy. Yeah, they have a faction. They're supposed to be like this Indian faction because they're trying to get, uh, AW's trying to go global as well as just, you know, the WWE thing. And why every time they have to do a surprise, they like to have to go off? Is this ECW? I don't, I don't know, man. It, and you know what? It only worked at ECW because it was
1: Taz, Sabu, Not somebody that most of the people don't
2: know. Every single time, and it's great. The Blade, the Butcher, the Blade. Did you know who they were before you? Maybe you did. I had no idea. And the way they came out, you're like, "Who are these people?" If you are at home watching, you have no idea. You know what's sad? What's going on? They saved
1: all the great surprise entrances into the company during fucking COVID, when the only people who saw it were the people at home. So there was no
2: pop there. The Hardy Boy. That uh, was actually Matt a good Hardy one. Sting. It was during COVID. Nobody was they there. Got ruined. Yeah, it was. It's a it's a tough look for them, dude. It's just listen. Tony Khan needs to either. I, I'm glad that Pat Buck is there now. Maybe a WWE guy can go in there and kind of like, not that they want to do everything exactly the same as WWE, but tighten w- it up a little what bit. What they're doing is now it's like a free for all. No, you know, like I was I was trying to talk about
1: last week with it's just. You know, there's a lot of things that they do that really just don't hit the mark. Don't be a mark for them. Point out the flaws. That's,
2: that's what works. They though. won't do it. And then if you're like, like for me, I'm a, obviously I'm more of a WWE guy, but I do. I watch it all because I like wrestling and I think it could go, get into a good direction. But if you try to say anything bad about AEW... Oh, they, they I'll, can't I'll, stand bro, it. Bro, it's crazy. Oh. You're you're a mark. You're, you're, you don't know what you're watching. It's crazy. Anybody that watched this week and watched... Uh, the We talked about the promo earlier. Ethan Page. What a, what, first of all, the promo he gave was fantastic. But then you had Dan Lam- Lambert follow him, and then Page Van Sant follow him, and it was like a joke, bro. You're not supposed to be laughing when you're listening to a promo from professional Wrestling. It's... Uh, it's a joke. Unless it's meant to be that way. Well, she wasn't meant to be that way. No, <laughs> You know, and, and that's another one. And I love
1: Paige. Um, here's the problem. We haven't seen her win a fight since Moses wore short pants. It's so true. you're bringing her into AEW as trying to be this big, tough, pro fighter, part of the, you know, American top team. And it's just going to miss the mark. And I don't want to sound wrong here but she's eye candy and that's why they're bringing her in there
2: and it works it's it's it does it does work because she she just be being herself there's no mm-hmm. reason for her to trying to be i don't know who's telling her to go out there and be this character or any, I, maybe they don't know probably much her. about her it's probably you her. really think so or you think yeah. that she's just they're doing the american top team angle and she's now backstage with professional wrestlers and sees some of them maybe hanging out with them off screen and she's like, Oh, well they're real people. Well, Cause she
1: was acting that way when they were bringing all the American top team guys in during the matches months ago. Like when Maz Vidal was there to throw the flying knee and, um, and she was there, she's taking selfies in the middle of the ring. Like that was the persona she was bringing then because I feel like that's how she feels a- a pro wrestler
2: would act. That's what I mean. Like we, she looks at Rhonda and she sees that's how Rhonda acts. But that's how Rhonda really is, kind of. I think she looks at it as like, Well, I have to pretend to put on a show here and not just be myself. But you don't, Paige, just go out there, be yourself. Everybody that's loves it. you anyway. I just the whole how come her husband or her boyfriend doesn't ever do anything on TV? He's always He's there. a fighter. He's a fighter. Isn't she to a fighter too? Yeah, <laughs> but, but he here. like wins. He was he was uh fighting for a time. Do you know who her boyfriend is? Yeah. He's,
0: a, he's Austin Van Zant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would take her last name. Why not? No, I I make the joke because he's like her puppy. Yeah. Are they married? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they are. He don't so have Austin her last name, Vanderford was his is his actual last yeah. name. She's actually Paige Vanderford now. But yeah. she's not going to go by. But, she's going to go by name recognition. But basically, yeah, he's he's actually Austin Van Zant because that's how he became famous.
1: She. No yeah, she's the breadwinner. I mean. The, the amount of money that she makes he off her got website
0: alone—not as speed—I shouldn't say that because he really is a good fighter. He really is. He fights in Bellator. He just fought uh, Gigard Musasi for yeah. the Bellator middleweight title. Musasi is a UFC castoff, but honestly, he's one of those guys that left the UFC, but left on bad terms. Definitely UFC caliber fighter, and yeah. right now sitting, I would love to see Israel Adesanya against uh, Musasi. At any point in Musashi's career, including right now,
1: we should have saved that for the uh, the MMA portion of it.
0: Oh yeah, but too bad we we save it for what? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to be Dave. Cut me
1: a break here. Next trying, week's MMA. Trying to version. keep this structured here, Chris. <laughs> all right, we're all about structure here.
2: But uh, oh. yeah, that we had uh battle of the belts this week. Did you see any of that?
1: Battle of the belts. AEW
2: battle of the belts. So they had Adam Cole versus oh uh, i mean i saw the end so if anybody that missed it they had a, another texas death match because i guess they were in dallas for the fifth time this month no lie chris aw has been around for two years right if you go to your google machine right now and look just look at dex <laughs> D- dallas texas death match they might have had like seven of them already Yep. For a company, and you can tell me last time WWE's ever had one. I don't think they've ever had one because so, it, it's my it's like it's it's a fucking death match. You just happen to be in Texas. They've done it like <laughs> six times, and like four. The one Lance Archer's been in like three of them. MLW did it too. So
0: How many times did he lose the death match? All three of them. So so how many, is he still alive? <laughs> uh, ask uh, ask Mick Foley. I need that. to know the rules of a death match because if it's a fight to the death, then. I'll show you in a,
2: in a, in a you, you think of a, a, taker, <laughs> and that's your
0: gimmick. You can't return from the, well, dead. listen,
1: dude. I mean the, the, back in the day, like in the Japan death matches, people actually did almost die, like exploding rain. Yeah. That's
0: that's <laughs> that. But did they, did they die? Almost they die. Some, some went, of them so almost died almost death match.
2: But anyway, back to this. So they had barbed wire around, right? So mind you, it's Good Friday. They they show the show on Friday. This is their heavyweight champion. This is the guy that's supposed to, like, when you look at the the, the poster, it's him with the championship, okay? And he's a, he's a good guy. He's not a bad guy. And his thing's like cowboy shit. He's supposed to be like this. He was a cowboy up or whatever yeah, the hell he's he says he's supposed to be like Mr. Ameri- like Mr. American. I'm, I'm a cowboy. I'm American. It doesn't say the American stuff, but that's what you think when you look at him made a crown and put it on this dude's head on TV. I was like bleeding long, like to make it look like he was Jesus. Like you want to be a King? Here's a, here's your crown. The last time that was done on TV was in ECW. And like, well, what year was that, like 96? It was in the mid 90s, uh, Kurt Angle was invited by ECW. Because- actually
0: have done the Jesus crown, Thorn crown before on Good Friday, or is that? A- no, it wasn't no, on no. Good Friday. It wasn't on Good was Friday. They brought
1: they brought Kurt Angle there because this was potentially <laughs> one of the places that Kurt Angle was. actually Before he was with on. WWF, before he went to WWF and uh, Raven. I don't know if you remember Raven from back in the WCW days. blonde hair. He crucified the Sandman, and I mean, the the entire ECW arena, usually these are the most bloodthirsty, vile fans that you ever saw back then. They had a problem with it. Kurt Angle threatened to sue Paul
2: Heyman if he ever contacted him again. Like, it was that bad. Raven had to go out and apologize after. And that's something like, no, doesn't happen in wrestling ever. He literally had to go out <laughs> off air with a microphone and like, t- t- sorry, guys, blah, blah, blah. Like, And then a few years later, there's,
0: there's footage of like Vince McMahon doing crazy things in the ring in WWE, and he's never had to apologize. Well, Vince
2: McMahon's <laughs> had grown woman kiss his ass on camera. Yeah. They humped a, a fake body in a casket. Yeah, Triple H. I'm serious. Triple H, this he screwed a corpse. Uh, does not look good. 90-year-old Mae Young gave birth you to a rapist. hand. Rapist. Literally <laughs> put him in. He, tri- I'll show you the, the clip. Triple H gets in a casket yeah. with Kane's mask on. no Kane, I'll take Kane. And starts like fake humming some supposed to be some dead thing in a casket. And Mae <laughs> Young giving birth to a hand.
1: Like, there's been some was of crazy was things. Right. And then they crucified Stephanie, which everybody's like, oh, well, nobody said it when WWE did it. There was a time that WWE did it when the internet wasn't the way that it is now. Now that everything is so offensive, did it offend me? No. It's part of the show. Don't really care. I'm religious. I'm a Christian. I watch South Park where all they do is make fun of religion. It
2: doesn't bother me but it's bothering a lot of other people. It bothers the networks. When you have networks and you have a show on TNT, TVS, USA, whatever, especially those you can't have things like that. That's like to get to the WWE thing. Now with WWE news. Now, listen, so you remember, uh, WrestleMania, obviously Mm -hmm. the the whole thing was Brock was Brock and Roman was supposed to be bloody filthy. That was the whole point of Brock taking his gloves off. Now sources say that, um, the blood was taken out of the match the day before. That was never gonna be happen. Never gonna be a thing because you know you, the match ended a lot earlier, like 16 minutes earlier. Mm-hmm. Brock had a broken rib and uh, Roman. They were gonna do the whole match until Roman separated his shoulder, yeah. and then they were like, "Let's go to the finish. That's it, okay." But the blood was cut out the day before because Nick Khan, I told you all over Nick Khan, was mm-hmm. bought, bought in to evaluate WWE to, when, for when they're about to sell to see where they're at. Now, when when they went to the streaming service, I think to,
1: he just dropped some insider knowledge because we've never talked about WWE selling
2: yet. So brought it's, it up. A, it's, a, it's, it's 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 pretty big news <laughs> if it's real. I mean, you're going to have to digest this over a couple of weeks till, till it eventually gets out there. But Nick Khan was bought in to see where they were evaluated at. And he told Vincent them that they were uh, like one twelfth less of where they were supposed to be, so that's why he stayed on. Now, according to the blood stuff, he said, "Listen, do you want to go back to years for the
0: past like Just two years?" To be clear, though, one twelfth. When he says one twelfth, like this is one twelfth of billions of dollars. Yes, so yeah, 100%. one twelfth of a billion dollars is a lot of money, and that's why you wouldn't think that it's a big. I'm sure reason, WWE was evaluated more like than UFC. Like, think well, about
2: UFC sold for what? Like four, 4 something, four point two billion dollars. Right? Yeah,
0: so the w- WWE is worth
2: way it. more than yeah. UFC. W- and that's not that's not a shot of UFC. And that's not I no. Agree. But I, mean, it's and I agree. WWE's w- been around over forty years. No, it's like you think of Saudi money. You just do the Saudi money in general. That's probably like you wouldn't have Saudi money, bro a lot of money dude that's a lot of money that's when you're talking about billions to millions it's 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 ridiculous like let's just talk about aw for a second so aw has like what how many wrestlers think like over 100 on a roster probably way too many that they needed to buy ring of honor their tv deal their tv deal that they get from tnt or tbs that all of that like it's like whatever how much it is pays about seven wrestlers on their on their thing (laughs) that's it they got like over 100 wrestlers so, how do you add up? That's apples to oranges when you're talking WWE. You know what I'm saying? So it's ah, oh bro, it's so much. AEW it's
1: so is much basically an 81 Honda, and WWE is a is a. So uh, just to get Ferrari. back to
0: the point, you're saying that they cut the blood out because the guy was brought he, in to evaluate, and he didn't, he wouldn't like the blood. He, no, so he basically told Vince like, look, network. we could,
2: we could do it. Because it was, it's only going to be one match anyway, so it's one match out of, out of the whole weekend. So it's it, you could do it, but if you're trying to sell this company to Amazon or Apple or whoever, one of these streaming services is going to be one of them streaming services, no matter what. Do you want to lose money because you want to show blood and one sh-
0: and one match? This
2: is your biggest. This is WrestleMania. Do you want people going? The last match to remember is blood and gore. Yo, do
0: you guys want to try and put our money together and buy it? Why not? <laughs> Why not? <Right? laughs> we'll just
2: start our own. Call it fucking shop Sports Fight League.
0: Yeah. It, speaking <laughs> of, we'll have the mutual combat. Mutual combat. Coming soon. We talked about this for the past couple of weeks, and we're going to try and add some wrinkles to this show. And one of them is going to be the mutual combat. Well, we're going to just show internet fights and decide whether there's a felony or is this a legal fight. Okay. And um, we need fan submissions, too. Yeah, fan submissions. It's going to be fun because I, I could watch... People fight constantly. So going back
1: to what you were saying with that, with the blood in the match. Okay. You remember in how much time trouble you're
0: going to have to.
2: Fight. Yeah. <laughs> first first match is the first match. Mutual. Love. Right. Do That's <laughs> you- cool. Do you agree? I'm down. Mutual.
0: <laughs>
1: Straight WWE right here on camera. Dave's probably watching this on like the teacups. Like, oh no, no, they're really doing this. Um, To go back to talk about Brock Lesnar, you remember how much shit they got in when he busted open Randy Orton Orton Mm -hmm. with those elbows? Well, supposedly that was a shoot. Yeah. So
2: (laughs) a shoot means like he wasn't like. That was Brock's first day back. He just. He got in a lot of trouble backstage. There's a lot of people trying to fight him for that. (laughs) He was just
1: raining
0: down elbows. Literally raining
2: down elbows.
0: Making sure I didn't break anything.
2: No, I was checking. Uh, (laughs) He got in a lot of trouble for that. Uh. Listen, it's we're in a day, an age now where wrestling needs new fans. A lot of wrestling fans are our age, maybe a little older, maybe a little younger. No 15, 16, 17 year old kid isn't running home to watch Raw anymore.
0: I'll tell you, you what, what my there, there's no, there is no,
2: trust me. There, I go to man. Raw, I go to SmackDown, I go to everything, so I see the young kids there. But it ain't like when we were in high school, we're like, like, yo, bro, was. Austin Rock, Raw, now it's eight o'clock, you were there was 50 kids in your living room. You know what I mean? Sunday when there was pay-per-view yeah, on big fucking living room. Well, yeah. You know, I'm from if Keensburg, bro. You know, we have like three teeth and you know, <laughs> <fucking> 50 <laughs> kids,
1: fifty kids in the house. No, I mean, you're a hundred percent right. I just think when we were younger, it wasn't a PG era. It was kind of what was going bro, and on. They, and what Papa we were Shango
0: seeing. Fucking cast a spell on Saturday. Yeah, we're not morning. talking about
2: that. Do you know who Papa Shango afterwards? is? Yeah. But do you know He's who, the
0: who the he is? From the nation of domination? The, and Godfather. the Godfather. Yeah.
2: But uh this is my this is my take and I've had this take for a long time. When no matter what it is, whether it's AEW, WWE, when May do go to a streaming service. Like, remember when WWE had the network and NXT was only on the network? Do you remember how much better NXT was? It's because they don't have to answer to nobody when you're online. When you're online and you're putting your stuff online, you don't really have to you could there's a lot of things you could do that you could. That's why I wish they would get rid of.
1: Of the usa network but they've been on it for forever. so long
2: forever they've been on it That's it's everyone about to 80s, watch them.
1: not only was it just superstars it was tuesday night titans where they had their own basically like their own talk show yeah they had that all those years so now yeah. i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna kind of reel this in here and, and get predictions uh, is the wwe gonna sell and if they do how much do you think it's actually gonna sell for Listen, so from what i'm hearing okay
2: is they're the only company in play right now is Peacock, is NBC. NBC is in Universal Studios. Universal Studios has a bunch of things shit well, out there. Also,
1: you got to think about the relationship that McMahon had with,
2: yes, with, with the guy from the XFL, but he's also suing him now, too. It's Emerson, pe- Emerson suing with McMahon, yeah, really. all oh, for um, uh, the uh, because the, the XFL went like bankrupt or whatever last Vince year, he's he getting he sued by a bunch everybody. of money. MLW. Yeah, so that's why I, the whole thing with uh, the, uh Peacock now it's. The con guy used to work there, and a whole bunch of other things. Anyway, they want to have the the Hall of Fame, the actual WWE Hall of Fame, in Universal Studios. I didn't like it in the uh, in the
1: arena this year. I like it when the they have fans, but it's like uh they need to have it like somewhere. a
2: Grammy kind of setting, not yeah. like in but it the needs ring. to be like. At a location, so fans could go see it or see things like baseball, NFL, like Cooperstown, and all these places. You need to have a place. that just wrestle. I get everyone wrestling's for kids and it's fake and da 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 da. But it's if you look on like if you go to YouTube and search it, it's sports entertainment is NFL, MLB, all that sports entertainment, WWE, sports entertainment. It's just as big as baseball, NBA, UFC. Yeah. So why not it's do it? It'll UFC. make money. You know what I mean? I just—it's for, for me—it's insane that we don't have a spot. Listen, Dana
1: White would kill just for the one point something million viewers that Monday Night Raw has on a weekly basis.
2: Dana White would kill for that. Sam Grasso coming. I used to click back and forth from Raw to WCW. I think we all did. Yeah, all of us. That was when, <laughs> that was when the the Monday Night Wars
1: were going on, and there was—I mean, it was rated, but it was like R rated. Now, with the whole PG era and like you said, with the TV networks, it's, it's it's a lot different. They can't
2: do a lot that they used to do. Scoop's coming in with a story saying oh, Gucci boy. was a true story. Me and Tommy were in a backyard wrestling and we broke some dude's collarbone. He sued my family. I didn't, story, sue, Tommy? I didn't break the collarbone. Somebody else broke the collarbone. And the kid who got
1: his collarbone broke shouldn't have even been there to begin with. <laughs> we all knew what we were getting into. This kid was just somebody who wanted to come in and wrestle. And then he got hurt. Was it mutual combat? It was until uh, his collarbone got broke because he thought wrestling was fake, and we showed him it was real.
2: Nice, fifteen grand. What, if,
0: what were you do to me you right now? For? If I was to say that it's fake, would you break my collarbone?
2: Probably. It was I fifteen grand, though. It. Oh, I don't know.
1: He didn't sue my parents. He sued Scoops. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were allowed. We weren't allowed to wrestle there for a while. Then we had one more match, and I threw Scoop over his
0: banister in the house and down the stairs. And with that. It's our show. Yeah. Right. I think once we start talking about Tommy and Scoop's backyard wrestling trials and tribulations. You're just so jealous because you weren't there. No, dude. We used to do real things like smoke weed in my backyard. I don't know what the fuck backyard wrestling is, but. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mutual no. combat, guys. Send in your uh, Actually, that, those
0: those tapes could be your
2: mutual combat because Scoop's got them somewhere. Yeah. Actually, so- before we go. Oh, God. Just so so I don't forget. There is a guy that i like to talk about that um should be in the Hall of Fame one day. His name is Gilbert. Glenn Gilberti. Glenn Gilberty. that's his name. Disco Inferno. His
0: name is Gilbert. I know it's Gilbert.
2: So I didn't watch Impact. But uh, for real, 1995, Gimmick of the Year. Do you know what his finisher was? I bet you don't. But I bet you know what his finisher is. It was DDT, right? No, it's called the Charbuster, and it's actually a Stone Cold Stunner before Stone Cold started doing it. But well, you can just—that's it see things. Heroes live on, you know what I'm saying. Heroes live on. It's one of those situations. Just go for you can get the burn for it. But WWE Hall of uh, Fame.
0: What is it, Steve Austin? But what was his name before that?
2: Stunning Steve. Stunning Steve. Or the ringmaster.
0: At that point, was he still the ringmaster? In '95, or so he was in a no, no. He was so no, Steve, he was Steve Young. Steve goal, he used to do a different finisher anyway. And uh, the the
2: how he Steve how Austin got his finisher was from uh, Michael Hayes. He asked Michael Hayes. Well, he was t- showing Michael Hayes moves in the ring. Mike like, "Dude, this used to be my move. Do this move, and then just turned into that." So, do you know who Michael Hayes is? The Freebirds. No, he used to come out like Jeff and Matt Hardy back in the day. If game. you if you saw him, you, you know would know. You would know. <laughs> know, you've seen the Austin Three Sixteen fucking thing. He's like, "Oh, Austin Three Sixteen, your ass." That's the guys He's the, the guy standing
0: next to him with a microphone. All right, yeah. yeah. So. uh all right. So that's our show. Thank you guys for tuning in to the chop sports fight factory for myself, my boy, the Reverend Tommy D and wrestling Rob in the corner. Big thank you to feel good factory and dudes gourmet. I'm going to keep on hitting this weed pen so I could see you guys next week. All right. End this show. We don't have any exit show or exit song. so it's-
1: Thank you.